welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Vic. And Jasmine. Um, guys, Jasmine just said that when she was five years old, <laughs> she used to bang tea. Yeah, like before bed. Not even before bed, but... <laughs> Not like, even Horlicks. Not even Horlicks. Not even... My mum used to make me proper tea. Nesquit. As in English tea bag with milk. I don't know if she used to put sugar in it, but... She said I used to have tea what? And I used to have rich tea biscuits to dip in it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a very British thing Yeah that's But as British I got thing. older, I stopped having the tea But I would dip my biscuit in my mum's tea Do you ever, this is so random, sorry Basically I was on the train, not on the train But I was at the station today Yeah. And there was this white little boy And he was crying because You know when he walked through the, the barristers yeah. On the train, the, the guard thing yeah, at yeah. the doors It hit him and he started crying and then he's, I think it was like his family friend or something was like, who did it? Who did it? And then he hit the, he yeah, hit the I thing. Do, I do that. And like, I thought that was like a Nigerian thing. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that other people. It, trans- other, yeah. it transcends race. <laughs> or like I was watching this film yesterday, Always Be My, may- uh, my Baby. Almost be, always be my maybe. So that cute. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's really cute. I would suggest you watch it, but you haven't even seen. I, there's so many things I haven't seen. I know you ain't seen to all the boys. No, I haven't. Jazz. I know. You should watch Ukaya. Can, can, can you just, can you just like, write, she would like it. Can you write me a list of yeah, the things that we've spoken about? Because I just keep forgetting and more keep coming out. Netflix just keep being. Netflix has no chill. Yeah. I just don't have to. I think Kaya would like it. Is it? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, she likes all that lovey dovey stuff. Oh, she like, really likes yeah, it. Yeah, she does. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, this one is a bit too much for her. Mm. Okay, yeah, this it's, one is dirty. Oh. In fact, I think it's even been branded as dirty rom-com. Is it? It's not that what, dirty, dirty as in like sexy dirty. Uh, the jokes. It's like it's oh, a bit. It's a bit, it's a bit more mature, mature rom- rom-com. Okay, so it's not on the same level as like. I, I, it's not that dirty. It's, it's kind of like one of those Kevin Hart rom-coms, oh, but a bit okay. more dirty and a bit fun, more funny. Of course, more funny. More funny. <laughs> well, the thing is, I love Kevin Hart's rom-coms. I do because I, I, I just feel I, like I I find him annoying. Like I'm, I'm over you know it. what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm over it. But now. I do like it. I'm I'm over him. I like the I'm one with Regina Hall. Is that the Think Like a Man one or a different? I one? I like that one. And um, I feel like they've had a lot of films together, but I could be so wrong similar. because they're very si- they're yeah, so they're similar. very similar, isn't it? They're so similar. Um, there's one I keep watching all the time. I think it's Think Like a Man. I've seen that film too many yeah. times. It's stupid. Um, oh, so you're over Kevin Hart? Yeah, I'm over it. Like, I, I don't even find him funny anymore. Mm. I don't know if it's just my sense of humour, but I find funny things in, like, the everyday things. Mm-hmm. But when people are doing stand-up, mm. I can almost cringe because I'm like, this joke will be good. But ha- have you been to stand-up before? Because it might change yes. your mind. And happened. you know what? Ironically, mm. it was actually Kojo. Okay, another one that's yay. on Britain's Got Talent. So I've been to, like, one of his mm. stand-up shows before. And he's so good. He's oh, really good. Um, and like there's other comedians like yeah. Slim the Comedian. Um, what's his name? Is, I don't know if it's Kane or so, something along those lines, like mm-hmm. black comedians. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen them, mm-hmm. British ones, I mean. But I haven't gone to like a Kevin Hart or Chris mm-hmm. Rock. They're too expensive as well. Yeah. I, when I was young, do you know what's strange? When I was younger, I used to watch Chris Rock stand up. Like literally. Yeah, yeah. Watch all of them. Um, yeah. We... Well, you know when your parents don't pay for Sky? I don't yeah. know if anyone's experienced this, but this happened to me a lot as a child. So me and my brother would record things quickly. So then by the time oh. Sky goes, we have shit to watch. That's like on Sky jokes. Record. So I used to watch the Kevin Hart stand up all the time, all mm. the time, all the time, all the time. But now like I see skits when I'm old and I'm just like, it doesn't, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't, things it doesn't don't bang age, as much. And that's okay. But I'm just like, hmm, maybe I'm not. 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to go to a show. I want to, I definitely want to see um, Mode of Comedian live. Is it? And see what that's like. I'm not going to lie, sis. You don't find I it don't, funny? No. <gasps> really? Yeah, really. Jazz. I know. What about when he's doing his Essex interpretations? Inter- was that right? Some, yeah, some of them, some of them are funny. Like there's one that he did where I was actually laughing at. Mm-hmm. Like when he did the whole, oh, what was Essex the, Boy Raver? The Julie stuff. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Couple it's like Barbados. Yeah. Yeah, like that I thought was kind of funny, Mm-mm. but... I don't know. Am I hard not to crack? No, but the thing about... Or is it just the thing about, my comedy is just no, 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 particular? No, no, no. I don't know. I feel sorry for comedians in a way. Not feel sorry for them, but it's, it's a thing where it's so subjective. Yeah, as definitely. find funny. So it's definitely. like, I hope some comedians don't be like, oh, they don't find me funny. So that means that they're awful person or they're yeah. shit or whatnot. And it's like, yes, yeah, very subjective. But have you, you watched like live, live at Apollo? Like if you watch some of that shit... Oh, what, them, well, yeah. I don't find that funny. Thank you. But that's but the audience are slapping their thighs. They're fucking thighs. loving it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's often because I don't find British comedians funny. Yeah. Like, I used to when I was younger, but I don't know if that was because it was all that was in front of me. Yeah. But it wasn't because I thought it was funny. It was just because I was watching it. Like, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Carr's 8 out of 10 cats. I, me and my brother used to <laughs> bang that show. Yeah, now, but that show is entertaining. But now when I watch yeah, it, I, it's I, a bit cringy. My toes, I'm like, what yeah, your f- toes are curling. Like, number one, they're so fucking sexy. But British people love, <sighs> love, love, yeah. Plays on words. Why is that? They're so fucking boring. We're why, so, we're why, so boring. Why is that? Please. We're so boring. Like, just do a little pun here and there. you got the audience in your hands. And I'm like, really? Know, really? But I did, I did used to, when I was younger, I used to um, watch Def, Def Comedy Jam. Def Jam Comedy. Oh, which way it goes? Um, I don't even know what it is. Mm. I just know that it's like a, it's kind of like a live at Apollo, but for black comedians. Okay, cool. And um, I think that's when I saw like Chris Tucker's earlier stuff. Mm. Have you ever seen his Michael Jackson? I don't. His Michael Jackson possibly impression. Yeah, I I reckon you have. Mm. There's like one Chris Tucker show that I think everyone has Mm. seen, and it's that one. Mm. Um. And who else was on it? Even Martin Lawrence. Mm. Like he, he's actually quite funny. I thought he was like one of them cheesy. Oh, no, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's he is, he's yeah. actually funny. Um, I used to watch um, Your Mama. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that show. That's and like deep. Think you activated something in the back <laughs> of my brain. Something I forgot about completely. <laughs> something so deep. Yeah, deep down. Yeah, I used to watch that. I, well, I used to fancy that guy. Was it Willem Wilma? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot know. his name is um, from from. What is it called? 80s show? Yeah, I didn't watch that. I think yeah. it, was, it was too much It was too much for my age at the time. Yeah, I think so as well. It was too um, mature for me. Um, what was it? Your Mama? What's the Nick Cannon one that's still running? Oh, Wild and Out. Yeah. Didn't I used to watch it back then, but now of the recent no. ones, I haven't. Hell been. no. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. It's just like, does it? I don't know. I, I'm sure there's, there's an audience yeah. for it. But as we said, humor is subjective and maybe it's just not something we find funny. Yeah. Um, I think I find f- humor now, sadly, in in things that are like, how do I describe it? Like dark humor is like yeah. my thing now. So like, what, mm. what have I watched recently where I've been like, wow, same. <laughs> um, damn, I'm trying to think now. Um, where even if it's just shows where they're taking a piss out of depression or like yeah not taking a piss out of it but just like taking a piss out <laughs> like 
how hard it is and stuff. And it's just mm. like, wow, this is the comedy I live for, which is quite strangely sad, but yeah. we move. I know what you mean. Mm. Like, um, I should, maybe I shouldn't even admit it, but like, I'm the kind of person where it's like, on social media, mm. like when I see jokes that are obviously mm. offensive, it's like I cackle. But it's like I'm like, why am what I laughing at this? In what's um I can't I can't even think of are you, are you who it might to be. Give an example. Yeah, I'm scared, I'm scared <laughs> to say because there's like one particular Twitter user mm. that is like renowned for So people are so ruthless yeah. on that app. Like they don't even they don't even have a filter. Yeah, it's like I know if I say this person you're gonna say Jasmine is trash. But yeah. Yeah. Say it now. We can be Okay. Uh, VH1 Peanut. (laughs) Jesus. His tweets used to kill me. But I'm like, I know. I know. I'm trash. Um, So humor is like one of those things where now I feel like comedians are fighting for this thing where, you know, uh, I'm... A colleague of mine recently said that she went to a comedy show mm. and a person she went to go see what was taken off the bill last minute. Yeah. And it really pissed off, but she still went. But the person who was like replacing them just kept over and over homophobic jokes, homophobic oh, jokes. And then it just makes you feel like, why can't people accept that this is just something you shouldn't make fun of? Yeah. But I know some comedians have the mindset of, well, if I'm taking a piss out of myself for being yeah. like white and fat, I should be able to take a piss like out of Like Ricky being... Gervais. That's, yeah. that's the first person I think of. It's just, He's the first one. Like, people, oh, are, people can't make jokes anymore. People can make jokes. You're yeah. making, you're still, you have an income, a yeah. good one, in fact. People, mm-hmm. like, that's, that statement is so flippant. People can't make jokes. You are making jokes. Yeah. You have an amazing career. Still. Yeah. You have a show on Netflix, mm-hmm. which I heard is actually quite good. Is it? Yeah. But I, people I can never quote unquote have never, 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 never. I don't even think someone could pay me to watch it. Really? You can never. pay me. Who wants to pay me? <laughs> I'll watch Ricky Gervais show for you. Apparently it's, it's like about his dead wife and him dealing with being suicidal. Oh. That's But it's like dark. comedy. What? Yeah. I watched the trailer. Has what what did, did, did it seem alright? No, it wasn't a bit of me. <laughs> it wasn't a bit of me, to be honest. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> For a second, it sounded right up your alley. No, it sounded it sounded too dark. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, that, that's too much. I don't know if I'm gonna find silence in this. It's like what you said: yeah. dead wife, depression, mm. suicidal with comedy. It just yeah. But then when I watched the thing, I was like, or oh, maybe it's one of those ones where they save the best bits for the show. Because when yeah. I watched a show called Always Be My Maybe, I loved it so so much. I love rom coms. Okay, even if it's predictable, I don't care. I still love them. Um. But I think the, because I watched the trailer, which was two minutes, which I shouldn't have done. Yeah. I don't, I've tried to do this thing where I don't watch trailers over two minutes. Okay. The only ones I, I do watch are like proper anticipated ones where they're like, they mm. tell you, you need to watch it. So Spider-Man. Oh, okay. If you've not watched the yeah, latest like, Spider-Man. Blockbuster. Have you seen the latest Spider-Man? Trailer? No. I didn't even know it was out. Um, Trailer's out. Yeah. Well, it came out literally like after a week or two after um, Endgame. What, what, what's going on? Yeah. You move. No, I thought we needed some time to grieve. Mm-mm. But that's the thing. I don't know if I've spoiled it for you. No, go on. Because if it's in the trailer, it's, it's out yeah. there. So basically, uh, uh, Tom Holland, my son, yeah. literally says before the trailer, if you've not seen Endgame, do not watch the Spider-Man trailer. Oh. So I was like, oh my God, what happened? So they're basically mourning Tony Stark. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. But, but to I, be honest, I haven't watched Tom Holland's Spider-Man yet. <gasps> he's I know. So, you've seen Avengers. I, yeah, really I do I do like yeah. him in Avengers. Really so I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy um, it. But 
But like I Yeah I feel like sometimes Trailers ruin the films Because you remember yeah. That specific moment You're like Oh they're gonna get They're gonna yeah. Or oh, oh, You know He's gonna say something else And it's like yeah. Oh I kinda wish I didn't watch the trailer Yeah no I get what you mean It's kind of what it's like I, But you know what I never used to watch trailers Neither did I but, I still kind of don't mm. I, yeah, I but it don't. depends on it depends on how invested mm. in the film you are. I think, mm. but it's it's weird how like Twitter and social media has changed how trailers go. Yeah, because usually it's on TV and yeah. YouTube. I don't remember the last time I've seen a trailer on TV. Like now that you've no. mentioned yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now every it's like you know the artist is showing on their social media, yeah. the Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. That fifteen seconds alone, <laughs> they're paying know. influencers to share it. They're paying uh, yeah. artists to share it. Or yeah. they're sharing it on Twitter. Mm. And it's just so crazy how, like, I think I'm, I told you guys that yeah. song by DJ Khaled. Um, it's a new brainer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know all the words. Well, I, obviously, Dory, I just said it. And I just fucked up now. Yeah. But, like, I know <laughs> most of the words for that song. And I was telling Jazz, I've only seen on DJ Khaled's Instagram. Wow. Has I, uh, Did he make a sad dance to it? No. But he's missing a trick there. But, What's going on? But in the lyrics, Chance Ch- Ch- the rapper goes, she, she, she <laughs> this particular lyric always makes me want to change the song. He, he goes, the girl is trying to choose between him, Quavo, him, mm. Assad. What? <laughs> no, you're lying. And DJ Khaled. No, you're lying. Vicky, you're lying. And he says it so fast. It's like, she's trying to choose between me, Quavo. No. <laughs> and the we're, sound. We're going to listen to it right now. No. I don't, I don't accept it. And I'm like, Chance, what are you saying? What? Really? She, like, when I tell you that like, DJ Khaled has put this money, this money pot he's behind... Put, you could tell he's put his hopes and dreams into, into his son, which boy. is cute. Did you see? I think he spoke to Ellen about it. And he was like, yeah, basically everything I'm doing now is for my son. So that's why I made him the executive producer. Because you know before, he was yeah. kind of like trolling. Yeah. Where he was like, yeah, Sud would come to the studio. He'll tell me this is great. Sorry. I don't know at which part. Oh, do you want to get Go to Yes, please. Whoa, oh, oh. I can't believe Chance says that. <laughs> And then he goes on to say, she loved the I make music for God. What kind what? of God are you serving? <laughs> no. Absolute rubbish. These rappers need to get out of here. They just That's say so, anything. They, and they hope that we don't listen because yeah. we don't. Yeah. We don't. I, I've never clocked that bar ever, ever, ever. But yeah, literally, Instagram has changed the whole music game. Um, what was I going to talk about? I, was gonna, I think I was going to mention. Um, this is so strange, but I was going to mention scheduled crying. Scheduled. I know it sounds crazy, isn't it? Wow. But like, I try to do this thing where I'm like, I look at my calendar during the week, and I'm like, mm. Thursday. Like, if if yeah, because right now I'm going through it. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, going out Monday. And I'm going out after work and going out Tuesday. It's like, there's no time for me to actually breathe and have time. So it's mm. like Thursday, not scheduled to cry, but like, maybe it's like people call it self-care day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, do you ever, like last week I tried to do it, but, and I was like, I know I need to cry this week, but it just, the tears went flowing. Then it was when I was going oh, out, out. That's yeah. when the tears started to, like, wanted to fall. And I was like, you better suck it up, bitch. 
Like, and this got to wait till Thursday. Exactly. Not in this bitch. <laughs> and just, it just, it's just so crazy how we don't have time for ourselves sometimes. No, we don't. And like, sometimes I think about you, like, you got a little one as well. Mm. And um, actually, someone emailed me and was like, wanting me to ask. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did see that email. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you for Someone reminding me. Uh, emailed um, asking how Jazz manages depression and having a young one. Mm. And it made me think like, do you have to hold it together? Can you show your emotions around her? Yeah, definitely holding it together. Mm. Um, like, I remember it was weird, but I remember Kai saying, like, mom, do you cry? And I'm like, wow. Oh. Like she really oh thinks like mom doesn't cry yeah mom doesn't cry and i'm like wow have i really but you you try to protect mm. them from that in it because mm. it's like they do ask questions like oh what's wrong and it's like what do you say oh. should you really tell your child like i'm going through it <laughs> bitch <laughs> yeah it's like i wouldn't oh. know what to say yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm. i i just like you know what mm. now's at the time mm. like I can only really think of two occasions where she's been around mm. and it's like, I felt like, oh, I need to, I need to shed some tears, mm. but I'll just go to the bathroom. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I'll go to the bathroom, lock the door, suck it up oh, and just. yeah, get back to it. Mm. But I would say that definitely having her has made me, I said, I guess it made me want to sort out my mental health, mm. like. I think if I didn't have her, I probably would have filmed. I don't think I would have like gone to the doctors mm. and like tried to sort everything out. But I realized that it was like affecting me. I, mm. I wasn't the same person. It's mm. like I, I had like a, like I had a, I had a temper. It's like mm. I, I would lose my patience quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like I had severe lows and like, mm. I think especially my anxiety, like it made me not even want to leave the house. So mm. it's like, it would be summer and mm. she'd be like, oh, like, mom, I want to go to the park. Mm. I'd be like, I can't do it. Mm. Like, I just can't. And it just got to a point where it's that like I had to do something. I mm. had to make some kind of change. Mm. And that is what is helping me keep on top of it as well. Mm. Like I know like the signs and symptoms now. Mm. Before I didn't, I just thought it was a, you know, maybe you're just feeling like this because mm. things aren't really going your way. Like I thought it was to do with what was going on in my life. I didn't feel like mm. those were separate mm. issues. Mm. If you can, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they say like people with depression, like you've probably been feeling like this for a long time. It's not just yeah. a case of happening. Overnight yeah, sort of yeah. Yeah. It's not just a case of, Oh, you feel sad today because you know, God forbid, but someone's cat died or yeah. whatever. It's like, you're just in a permanent state of, mm feeling low mm. like you might have a few hours where you know you mm. can smile you can laugh mm. but ultimately yeah it's done it's how you're feeling when mm. you're by yourself and um yeah so that has kind of spurred me to keep things going mm. um i do think the person asked another question i'll probably Shall we know yes please yeah because i feel like there was two questions but i'm not sure if i'm just Forgetting, I should actually email her back to say, sis, listen to this episode. <laughs> um, emails join. Does yours do that with email? Sorry, Jasper. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know how you manage your mental health as a parent, as I am. Mm. So I think we've covered that. Um, Oh yeah, here's, here's the next one. Since we're on the topic of parents, 
I would like to hear about you guys' thoughts on emotional unavailability in a black household. I don't know if you both have experienced this personally, but I know for me and other friends of mine who come from African households Mm. and even others with immigrant parents talk about growing up with little emotional availability from their parents. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. My one's quite strange because as you know, my dad's basically MIA anyway. Mm. He's AWOL. Mm. But um, so he's just not available for stuff. But Mm. um, with... With my mom, how would I say it? It's like she's, of course, there for me and everything. Mm. But I do definitely feel like, I don't know if it is a Caribbean thing. Like mm. I can't say it's a culture thing mm. or anything like that. But Or if it's just my family. Because mm. we're just very laid back people. Mm. Like we're just like, oh, you know, case sera, sera, literally. <clears throat> like my mom's never been on my case. Like she's never been one of those like hover moms, helicopter moms. Mm. Um she just kind of lets me get on with it. And like, if I need her, she's mm. there. And, um, but I would say that it's like, I've never like heard my mom say, I love you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, I know she does, mm. but she's never said it. Mm. I don't think, I feel like I've only hugged my mom once as an adult. I mean, mm. um, and it's like, to me, it's not even, do I feel like it's affected me? I, I mm. wouldn't say that it has. Like, mm. I can't I can't put my finger on what it may have done to me, but mm. I know that with Kaya, I'm completely different. And I think I would be, like, even as she grows up, mm. like, I always tell her that I love her, mm. always giving her hugs. I'm very affectionate with mm. her, but I never had that growing up. But I know that there's, like, a lot of family history and, mm. like, there's, there's a lot more to it than just... Mm. <clears throat> You know, they're not not having that love. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, shown to me outright anyway. Mm. Like my mum has shown love in lots of other ways. Mm. And I would say, like, if I want to relate it back to mental health, that I haven't had that. It's like as much as my mum knows what I'm going through, I haven't had that follow up. Mm. Like I haven't had a, oh, so how is everything going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, like sometimes I wish I had that mm. because... I almost feel like I am dealing with it by myself. And not that I expect, you know, my mum to say, oh, or anyone in my family to be like, oh, like, um, do you want to do this? Like, let me do this for you. Do you want Mm. me to call this person? Do you want to help? Mm. Do you want me to help you look for a therapist? I'm not Mm. expecting any of that, but it would just be nice to know that. you got support. Yeah. Mm. Or that. And I don't know if it's a case of they don't know what to say, so they just don't say anything. yeah. Or if they think, if they don't mention it, maybe it will go away. Mm. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's not even out. like just my mom. It's, it's my family, like the family mm. members that do know that I'm mm. struggling with it. I haven't had that sort of, how are you doing now mm. kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like for, it's partly because we are kind of seen as strong women mm. in my family. Mm. And we're just expected to get on with it. Mm. But yeah, sometimes... You need someone to fall on. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I I, I think you do anyway. Mm. But no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's a tough subject. Mm. It is actually a tough subject. I think with me, I've always been emotional. Okay, and I think I'm really sensitive. The other day, I was thinking to myself, 
If anyone is crazy, yeah, I just <laughs> want to say, yeah, if you're crazy and you're thinking, I want to be friends with Victoria Sunusi, please don't. Because <laughs> I'm so sensitive and I take what people say so highly. Like someone said something to me mm. the other day, like about my, like, they said something like, oh, you're not a creative. Oh, yeah. And I still think about it. Yeah. And I just think to myself, so if you're crazy... Yeah. Stay the fuck away from me Because yeah. I'm so Even at the age of 25 I'm so sensitive yeah. And I take what people say about me So seriously mm-hmm. It makes me It makes me question everything Or it makes me feel like Oh my god Like if If you're going through it Or if, if you think something about yourself Don't deflect it on me Yeah And don't say Oh We don't, are ugly. Don't tell me Yeah What I am Yeah Do Don't say something like Oh we are ugly Or, or we, Yeah Not we bitch <laughs> Don't If you're crazy Stay away from me Because I'm so sensitive Yeah And I remember Everything people say mm. about me, I might not remember. Anything. That's one. Thi- that's one thing you don't forget, isn't mm. it? What they said about you. Yeah, you don't <clears> forget. You don't, don't forget how it made you feel as well. Exactly. You never forget how something never. makes you feel. I always remember what people say about me. Like, yeah, always. Even though I'm laughing, Kiki, I will always remember, <laughs> and I will think that's how you see me, and then mm. then I start to think that's how I should see myself. Yeah. As I said, I'm sensitive. Stay the fuck away from me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think everyone in my family knows I'm sensitive. Like, yeah. Um. And I've always been like the crybaby. Although yeah. my mum said that when I was younger, I wasn't, um, I wasn't much of a crybaby. She said I was actually a bit of like a, like quite motherly. Okay. So she said that when kids would come round, because my mum used to babysit um, other kids in the area when the parents would go to work. And she said that she'll be doing people's hair and they'll be crying. And I'll be like, oh, do you want biscuit? Aww. Oh, don't cry. Which is kind of how I am now. Yeah, that's how you are now. And, um... I think it's a bit, maybe it's because I've always been the oldest. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but um, even that and being sensitive is a bit of an odd one. But yeah, I am. I am sensitive, and I do like to have my emotions come out because I just feel like I, do you know what? Yeah, I can't come and kill myself. I can't come and mm. harbor this up, and then I'm choking. And I'm not even breathing. I'm not walking properly because I've got. Mm. That's why I have those scheduled cries because I have to get the shit out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've always been sensitive, and it's something my parents. When I was younger, they used to get a bit annoyed about, especially my dad. Really? Because, like, in, like in what sense? Because obviously my dad, my parents came to this country when yeah. they were like 20, uh, 19 something, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and obviously my parents, my dad is an orphan and my mom oh, only has, bless. yeah. I didn't know that. When, when my dad told me, I was like proper crying because it made oh, a lot of sense. Yeah. And like talking to him and talking to my uncles and stuff. My dad was like the favourite child. Oh. I know. So all these stories my dad was telling me about having to carry egg on his head and selling <laughs> it on the market and all this shit it was all lies. Like he was actually yeah. that favorite. But um, so it made me realize why my dad's is the way he is. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I when I was younger, like a lot of people would say things about me. Like as I said, I'm sensitive. So if if you say something about my weight or the fact, especially when I was younger, the fact that I was shy. Mm. Yeah, I and I don't think it was so much that I the thing is being shy is not a bad thing it's yeah. not a bad quality um, it wasn't so much that I was shy it was because I didn't have that much confidence Okay, and it's because of what people said about me so I kind of always wanted to be I didn't want to be seen Yeah, so I kind of almost until the age of about 18 I kind of almost felt like I was invisible mm. and when I say that I mean like if I met you for the first time and then I meet you again I'll introduce myself Oh, and I'll okay. be like, oh, hey, I'm Victoria. Because I'll probably think that you didn't see me. Yeah. Or I, 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 I used to, because the way, but then this, this is also because of the people I used to hang around with and the way, how they used to make me feel. Mm. And this is why I purposely don't hang around people. If I'm talking, 
and they physically ignore me or they stand in front of me, I probably won't talk to you again. And you're probably thinking, yeah. oh, why she cut me off? I have to. <laughs> I'm at age of 25. I'm sorry, you have to go because I'm not having anyone making me feel like I did when yeah. I was 18. And like now I'm getting to the point where I don't feel like I'm invisible. And and when people meet me, they're like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah. And I still get in my back of my mind. I'm like, oh shit, remember when I used to feel like yeah, that yeah. when I was younger? Anyways. Um, yeah, so when I used to, I used to cry for everything when I was younger. Like I used to be really insecure when I was a teenager. And I remember like, 16 crying to my dad Like crying in my room mm. And my dad came in He was like Why are you crying? Why are you crying? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I was just like And this was the time When all my friends Were scouted to work at Hollister And mm. I was like I'm so ugly dad I'm so ugly Ooh. And he was like Is this why you're crying? <laughs> because I'm ugly <laughs> Are you paying rent? <laughs> to me that is so hilarious Like he's literally just said Fuck all of that <laughs> And then <laughs> Then he told my mum yeah. And I went upstairs Like Like I went I remember went downstairs to eat And I came back upstairs I'm sorry Vicky And my mum gave so me sorry. a dirty look And she was like mm, This is why you were crying Wow Because of ugly <laughs> I was like What the fuck is wrong with these people What the actual fuck is wrong with them I'm actually screaming And like Obviously when I was 16 yeah. That was a proper Like you All your friends have been told That they're beautiful They should be models yeah. And they should work in the shop And you're there like and it, the thing is With that experience It didn't happen once And it did not happen twice mm. It continuously happened mm. But then I think that That's something you just take away And learn that That's not A bearing on your The way you look yeah, It's course. just society standards Of beautiful 100%. And they, they do fit the model mm. um, mode, And there's nothing wrong with that mm. But um, My dad didn't get it at all At all at all um, But even just growing up I've always I've always just been really sensitive yeah. And And I don't know, he's, he's always been, ah, why is this girl crying? Why is she crying? Yeah. Why is she crying? And like, someone will say something to me, I'll just start crying. <laughs> like, someone will be like, oh, something like, oh, she, she, uh, look at her, she's, she's so big. Or, or, or something like that, and oh, I'll just start crying. Or, or someone will be like, oh, she's so dense, she's, she's not smart, I'll just start crying. Oh my God, but, but that's awful for to say. <laughs> Looking back. Yeah, like, you're, you're saying it, like, oh, why would I start crying? But it's... It, of course you and would. Be like, oh, why? Always crying, always crying. But like, I, I've, but then I think it's always confidence as well. Yeah. So I think growing up, I didn't have no confidence whatsoever. But I, I, do you think it had an effect on you that when you did say these things to your parents that they... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It made me want to cry more because I was like, I'm telling you, and I, number one, not only yeah, that it's hard enough you, opening up. And, and you're then, going to tell your, your wife yeah. and she's laughing too. Yeah. So the two of you are laughing. Wow. Um, but... Now things have changed a lot. Mm. It's like even when I left uni, I think things started to change. But then I think it's a thing where I'm the first child. Yeah. The oldest. So it's like things are ev- ev- uh, inevitably going to be different, especially with me and my brother, who's 24. So the experiences my younger brothers have is completely different to me and Collins. Yeah. Completely, completely different. Mm. Um. So when when they go through shit, my parents are like, Okay, you need to get out of the house. Let's go to McDonald's. Mm. Let's go to IKEA breakfast. Where when it was with me, why are you crying? Like, yeah. are you paying rent? Like, all this is complete. Which, but the thing is, I don't want to be like dwelling on it. I want to yeah, be happy. Course. I want to be happy yeah. with my parents. Like I say to my younger brothers, do you know how blessed you are? Yeah, that dad, that you are feeling low, and dad wants to take you out of the house. Mm. 
Do you think other Nigerian parents, someone not even doing that, mate? No, of course Some, not. Someone yeah. not doing that at all. So you yeah. need to be so grateful that my dad, my dad would be like to my brother, oh, you need to get up the house. Like you're feeling low. Take five pounds. Go and go and get wow. go and do your hair. Wee, go get your hair. One time I heard what I said to my brother. Do you want to buy new shoes? Want to buy the new Nike? Wow. Can I tell you one? Literally, when I tell you that I'm so emotional, I remember one time. Arts college, they, I really <laughs> did not get a spot when I was a child. My parents bought me cases trainers. Yeah, and I started crying. As I said, all I did was cry. <laughs> my mom, I think I even got slapped. <laughs> But yeah, when I left uni, um, yeah, and I got really depressed because depression blues. It was yeah. really depression blues, really. And obviously, I was going through. Um, no, it was actually no. That was depression blues. It was. It was not getting a job. Yeah, therefore that. Um, and my dad was like, "Oh, you know." I remember he came into my room and he was like, "Oh, I can tell you that you're feeling really low because you can't get a job. You know, I'll pray for you mm. and and don't worry, I'm, you're gonna get something." Aww. And it it just made me feel like, wow, like. You know, that's really changed and he's coming mm. around. Um and my mum was like my mum's a bit more tough, yeah. but she she is very she can be empathetic, but she's very like, ah, me too, I've been for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll never forget the time when I first told my mum I had I had my first um panic attack, or what what I yeah. really recognise as a panic attack. I think I was twenty two. Mm. And I told my mum, because they had to send me home from work because mm. I was so confused. Um, and I saw my mum and she was like, ah, me too, I, I'm, I'm panicking. <laughs> no, you're picking a card. I got this. <laughs> you think you're the only one that's panicking there? Me too. And I was like, your mom kills me. Like, your mom? mom absolutely kills me. So my mom still, I think she understands. Yeah. I think she does understand. Like when I, but I think in her own way, she might be trying to tell you like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? I know my mum's gone through yeah. it. And, like, we've... I, yeah, we spoke and, like... We have. And we spoke... Me and my mum spoke about depression. But I think my mum's... Yeah, I think she's getting there. And it's cool she's a nurse. So sometimes you think, surely she'd understand yeah. it more. But obviously, she's still... She's still got Nigerian mentality. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, yeah. But um, we were talking about... Uh, I love when my mum braids my my hair for my wigs. Because big about the, we spoke about depression once. I said, mum, do you think... People back home, Nigeria had depression. She's like, yeah, mm. many of them. She's like, many of them do, but none of them want to talk about it or they just yeah. say, go and pray. And I was like, yes, pray. And I was like, how dare you? This is what something you said to me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, they'll say, go and pray or they'll just like discard it as something, you know, mm. not something serious and stuff. And um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I wish I was rich. Yeah. Because if I was rich, I'd be like to my mom, like, listen, go to therapy. Yeah. Dad go to therapy Because mm. I feel like They need to talk to Like Not even just them I feel like everyone in my family Everyone I know around yeah. me Needs to go I think everybody, everybody Needs to go Everybody But right now I don't feel like I'm in a place Where I can be like Mom and dad go to therapy Because Yeah They don't have the disposable income like that And if they do They're spending it on Hall parties Imagine telling your parents <laughs> Not to go to hall parties Go to therapy I know It's going to look at you Like you're crazy I know But um, yeah as you, as we all know I spoke about it On the podcast a lot. I've been to therapy I'm mm. on antidepressants My parents don't know About any of the two Really? Mm-mm. Wow. And I feel like I'm scared to tell them. Yeah. I feel like they, they would I feel like they would understand therapy, but antidepressants I don't think they would understand. Especially yeah. not my mom. Yeah. Because one time I spoke to her about antidepressants and she was just like, Ah, no, 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 this is something, it's bad, no, 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 no. It's it's mm. bad, it's bad. But it's like 
I've been on it for over yeah. a year and I've been fine. Yeah. So it's that, it's, what's it called? That stigma of mm. antidepressants yeah. is dangerous, mm-hmm. dangerous. Because, mm. yeah, like I think we mentioned it before, but before I spoke to the doctor about it, I was definitely under the impression that it was addictive mm. and that I wouldn't be able to come off it. Mm. But it's that it's been the complete mm. opposite. Mm-hmm. So it's that I think it's very important to do your own research mm. and also speak to your doctor. Yeah, Some doctors definitely. are not that great. I'm not going to lie. So shit. Yeah, mm. but definitely do your own research mm. on antidepressants. Mm. Some have different side effects mm. as well. Um, mm. But yeah, just... But we just have to says, try and break these, stig- yeah. these stigmas. But because- what just says do your own research? Because I remember when I was first coming on to antidepressants and I was on... Satellipram. Yeah, Satellipram. Yeah. And it was awful for me. I remember reading YouTube com- um, reviews... And people be like, it's so great for me. I was like, why is it not working for me? Yeah. So then I started to look for solutions. Like, yeah. what other ones? It doesn't work like that. Like, you need to go to the doctors. You can't be taking suggestions from other people. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. brains are different. 100%. Um, but yeah, it is, it is breaking it down mm-hmm. to your parents. And But yes, sometimes I just feel like I'm so lucky that my parents somewhat understand. Yeah. Because I know some people's parents are just like, what is depression? Yeah. Or, but the thing is now I'm like freelance. And do you know what, this is like people be like, oh, quote unquote freelance, aka unemployed. I think I need to understand that I'm not unemployed. Like I do have some yeah. money. It's not a lot of money, but I have something coming in. Yeah. But it does feel like I'm unemployed. But I need to stop saying that because people who are unemployed mm-hmm. have it completely different to I am. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think my dad notices that I feel down about it. And he's just like, are you okay? And stuff. And it's just oh, like, bless. and it's just like, I want to tell him that, no man, I'm going through it, but I don't want to let them down. Because I feel like there's so much pressure with me being the oldest. Like, there's so much pressure. Yeah. So much pressure for everything. Like, I feel like even living in my house is so suffocating because of the pressure. Yeah, I understand. But, um, and I try to tell my parents, like, listen, people my age are just about floating. Like, people, mm. and they're just, they're just like, so so-and-so is doing this, so-and-so. But how do you not know so-and-so's parents paid it for them? Or how yeah. do you not know so-and-so is doing fraud gang? Like, how do you not know? It's a, it's a hostile environment. Mm. Like I know that like our parents and stuff had it hard, mm. but I feel like they have no idea mm. how life is for us mm. right now. That like, it is so hard. And um, I just wanted to touch on what you said earlier about shyness and feeling inv- invisible because mm. it's it's the same with me, and it's that that hasn't left me neither. Mm. Like. I always feel like um invisible. Like even wow. even at my age now, mm. like I feel like when I go to an event mm. or just out somewhere, mm. it's gotten to the point where I've become comfortable in that invisibility. Oh, just, so I like, like I don't yeah. want to be seen. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And it's But you're gorgeous, just you're gonna be seen. Thank you. Vic. Without a but doubt. I, I just I just don't I don't know. It's like, I feel like now I've kind of, I'm making myself invisible mm. so that I don't have to feel invisible. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I, I don't, I don't know if no, that I makes do. sense, yeah, yeah. but it's like, I would prefer to like, just mm. kind of keep myself out of the spotlight mm. or ever, or pretend like you've never, you've never seen me before. Like there's been bare people. I've met them before, but it's like, I'll just act like this is the first time I'm meeting you. I'm like, mm. this is, this is literally my life. Like people just, Hmm. I feel like I'm just kind of glossed over. Do you think over. it's a confidence thing? 
Yeah, I feel like it's partly that. Mm. Definitely, like I know I have very low confidence and low self esteem, and it's that is what I want to go to therapy for mm. in particular. Mm. Like I feel like once I'm able to conquer those feelings mm. and you know the anxieties that I have around that, that maybe that's when I can start to like move in a positive direction. Definitely. And I would also advise because I'm also on the hunt for a therapist. Mm. And um, the other day I saw a tweet and it was a student. Um, I don't know what, her, what what the title would be, but basically she's practicing hypnotherapy. Mm. And she did like a call on Twitter. She was like, oh, like I'm looking for volunteers. Like, can people help me? And um, yeah, I went, I actually went. Um, I did like a it was like a short session I was there for maybe like 20 minutes mm. and it was just the beginning of what a hypnotherapy session would be so like just getting you in a state of mm. relaxation and it was it was actually really really good, That's good. and um, I would just say that if you are looking for a therapist and like you're on a low budget there's lots of websites that can help mm. you if I can remember, because I'm usually bad, mm. um, I'll list them tomorrow, um, next week, sorry. Mm. Um, and oh, maybe tweet, tweet them as well. Yeah, mm. tweet them as well. But there's um, even Mind, um, the Mind Charity, mm. they offer sessions for low income or students. Mm. Um, I yeah, or mm. another resource is actually student psychologists. So there's, oh, I don't know the names of these things, but there is actually... A, a organization that has student mm. um therapists and mm. everything signed up to it mm. so you can get discounted therapy okay, cool. um so these are all beneficial for like if you're on a low income or mm. if you're struggling um so you can get sessions for as little as five pounds wow. I, I know there's one in Southwark where it's like you pay what you can mm-hmm. as well um so all of there's there's a lot of because I didn't know this before I really mm. thought it's a fine therapist it's mm. 40, pounds, 40 pounds that's what you pay pounds, yeah, but yeah. there's there is actually oh, mm. a method to it. And the only thing I would advise is maybe looking into the types of therapy. Maybe don't go down the rabbit hole so much, but mm. definitely look into what might be helpful to you because mm. I never thought of hypnotherapy before. But yeah, so, yeah the different kinds. Yeah, yeah but, I, but how I felt in that session is mm. like it made me more, mm. well, think that maybe it's a possibility mm. that, you know, it could yeah. work. I'm really keen for us to get a therapist on yeah i'd love to get a therapist on there is actually a a woman remember i said i need to contact her actually okay um because she actually deals with like black issues and Mm. stuff as well okay great and she seems like she's quite young Mm. so it would be good to get her kind Mm. of thoughts on emotional unavailability Mm. in the black community and Mm. stuff um because we can only speak about our experiences mm. but it's it's going to be unique mm. to everyone as mm. well and some people's needs are just different mm. I, I do feel like of course everyone needs emotional support but some people are able to you know they have thick skin to where mm. they feel like you know what I can ride this by myself or they can yeah they well, don't was, need that push mm. some, some people need a push so mm. some people do need that you know like how your dad mm. says to your, your little brother like oh like mm. you need to get out of the house some people need that push mm. other people don't don't really need it they can kind of and I think that's where it was with me because I yeah. always again it's a confidence thing but I've always felt like I was dumb oh, okay like when I was in year six my little brother was in year five and I think he was doing so well they wanted to mm. put him in year six as well wow and my mom was like no 
She was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Because then she was like, that doesn't make sense with two children. And and I'm so happy she said no, because that would have fucked me right Mm. up. Right up. And it's all, I've always felt like, oh my God, my younger brother is so like smarter than me. But yeah, he is. In fact, all my brothers are smarter than me. And Mm. they're taller than me. And it's like, that's fine. It's okay. I've got different skills. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's mm. about different skills. Mm. I mean, how how mm. do we quantify what smart exactly. is? You have true. to remember this is mm. like we've been given a curriculum, mm. but what about the other things? Mm. And what what kind of shocks me is like my little brothers will be like, "Oh, Vic, you're so cool. I'm so proud of you. I yeah. can't believe you're my sister." I'm just like, if it you blows your mind, if you yeah. <laughs> if you clowns knew. <laughs> Oh, my, my youngest brother is 18. Mm. And yesterday I was like, oh my God, let's drink. And he was like, and I, <laughs> I was like, how is that your response? Yeah. <laughs> the internet's actually fucked up the youth. Yeah, yeah they have, it has. Bless him. I can't believe my youngest brother is 18. I can't believe it either. Wow. I cannot believe it. Yeah, I want us all to go for drinks. Yeah, there's the Nigerian comedians, Paul Paul and. Um, I can't remember their name, but they're short. Mm. And um, anyways. But I still can't believe they're like 30, you know, yeah, even like older, innit? They must be 40. older than that. Well, it doesn't does. make sense, Vicky. It does. They look like children. They're not. They're adults. No, but it's in the face. I don't even mean like they're high. People really thought they were kids. I, I did. And I was like, how did they get such but good you know child actors? This, this is before I knew. But when I just saw them, like, you know, like on mm. TV and stuff, like, oh, these these kids are amazing. But a lot of um, what's the person from Games of Thrones? Peter Dinklage, the British one. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not even British. Stop, stop Vicky? right there, Vicky. No, he's I he is swear, British. I swear, I saw him speaking the other day. No, and I wanted games. I wanted to. Um, I don't even know what I wanted to do, but I wanted to scream. I don't believe what you're saying. He's to me. American. He spoke with an American accent, and my mind was absolutely blown. I'm actually gonna... blown. Wait, please a listen damn to him minute. in an interview because I couldn't believe it myself. Wait a damn minute. Please. Huh? He looks so British. How can he look British? How can you say he looks British? Have you, he have you not heard his voice? I've not even heard his voice. Please. I've not, even, I've not even seen him in Games of Thrones. If you if you saw him in Game of Thrones, there's no way you'd think he's anything but a Brit. Anyways, um, certain dwarfs. So I feel like I feel like white people. We know they age quicker. Sorry, they do. Some of them, most. Of them. But I don't think I don't think and that's I, to do with age, and Ricky. The guy from poor, Games of, poor, the come games on. Of, the Games of Thrones guy. Yeah, he looks. He looks like an adult. Yeah. He's a dwarf. He's still short, but he looks like an adult. Yeah. But most people look their age. That's why with, with poor these poor. lot. Yeah, with poor poor. I'm like, no, this because is... Because black don't crack. Nah, that's something else. But no, because they <laughs> actually they actually look like seven-year-olds. Like, they don't even look like I teenagers. I don't. They don't even look like teenagers. So you can't even say, oh, they're 20. When people say they look kids, 20. I wish people watched what they're doing in films because they're touching people's bums. Yes. Um. What was I going to say? Yeah, there's a meme where they go, um, oh, when you're drinking, I thought your parents for the first time. And he drinks it and he's like, oh, this is bitter. <laughs> Whereas my dad is like, oh, Victoria, drink, 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 drink. Is he? I'm just like, no, I'm fine. Just let loose. Nah. Oh, do you know what I was thinking the other day? Like, do you feel like you could be your, your true self among your parents? No. I think my mum would have a heart attack. If she knew and, what I was really like. Sorry, I don't, when I say true self, I don't mean like twerking. I don't no, mean no, like... No, 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 no. But I think it's like, it goes back to the whole shyness mm-hmm. thing. Like 
everyone around me has been so used to me being quiet oh and everything. God, it's like, you. yeah. So it's like, if I was to be anything but that, be it would sure. be a big deal. Oh, so I'll just, I'm, yeah, 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 so I'm just, I always just chill. Mm, mm. Like I'm just that Jasmine that mm. they've always known. But it's like, if they see any other side to me than that, like even when I went Miami, when was it last year or the year before? But when I went Miami with like my, my good sister, mm. It's like she was like Jasmine. I didn't know you was like this. I'm like, what? What do you expect me to be? Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm like, what is going on mm. here? Like, I'm I'm just normal. Yeah, but yeah, to yeah. them, it's like they they just mm. have this perception of oh, she's always been quiet, mm. always been kind of like mm. shy. Mm. So they just then they they wouldn't. Mm. I don't think. I feel like my parents too. Like I feel like I've, I've always been shy in their eyes. Mm. So even I'm telling you, I'm so like not. Well, now I'm starting to be more myself around yeah. them. But when I was younger, like, even like dancing, like anything, I was just so like embarrassed mm. to do in front of them. Like I used to never invite them to my school shows. Really? Yeah, like I was so like, I don't know, I'm such an odd one. Um, and then there was one time when my dad actually came mm. because um, I think my little brother was in the same show. And I remember looking out and seeing my dad. I was like, what the <laughs> This nigga get here, but um, yeah. Now I don't know what it is. I think it's the whole shyness. Like you don't really want them to see. Mm. But like now I've been like more myself, and I think my dad thinks I'm funny. My mom, like your jokes, they actually missing out. <laughs> your parents are missing out. Like my parents will say some weird things, and I'm just looking at them. Like, <laughs> like my mom's like, ah, oh, when you're when you're driving, you need to be getting a Range Rover. <laughs> I'm like, do you? <laughs> Even drive a Range Rover. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, it's like as much as you say that, I see the compliment in it. Do you what, know what I mean? I like I see Rover, no, but I see that you're you're they see you as successful. Like they mm. they know that it's But do you know what? It's, do, do you get what yeah, I mean? You know what you're saying about your mom doesn't say I love you yeah. and affection. I feel like that too ish. Um, I think so there was one time I, I, don't, I don't remember someone died or maybe a celebrity or something. I don't know. Mm. I remember saying to my parents in a group chat. I think I told you this. <laughs> I said I love you to them. Yeah. I woke up blue ticks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've done that with my family once. Like it was a, a family group chat. All my cousins and stuff. I said I love you guys. They all said, "What's going on?" <laughs> all of them, every single one of them. They're like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "I can't even show you you look Not love." I can't even show you lot love without something being wrong. I'm like, I'm fine, guys. I just thought I should say it. With everything, I think it was around the time of like the terrorist attacks mm. and stuff. I was just like, you just never know. Yeah, you don't. You. And you don't want to, I don't know. Let's, no, let's not talk about it. It's too, it's too much. But I always, I like my dad says I love you all the time. My dad's, mm. my dad's, my dad's quite affectionate for Nigerian dad. Like he's like, oh, how are you, dear? Oh, Aww. I love you. Or like, if you're going out, he'll be like, oh, what are you doing? Like all that kind of stuff. But um, he, I remember the first time my dad said, I'm proud of you. I think I was, I think it was when I started working, like maybe when I got my reporter job at BuzzFeed. Mm. And I was like, I'm proud of you, you know, I'm proud. Aww. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know this was a possibility. Mm. But um. Yeah, I just, I, I just think we have to remember, like, what you said before is so important that our parents show love in different ways. Yeah. Like, and I know it sounds like, oh, well, they're supposed to give you a house, uh, you know, they're supposed to, you know, give you shelter mm. until you're 18. But, like, 
They really don't. No. They can give us up, give us away. Mm. Like that's, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm just doing, maybe I'm, I'm really, I'm bare minimum Twitter for and through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's, because I know the it, it would, yeah, it would, it would drive you crazy. Like if you was to hear about what the what the perfect parent would be mm. like, so to speak, and it's like you're like, wow, like am I suffering? But it's like we've mm. we've we've gotten here, and we're maybe still- that maybe there's things that you know our parents could have done differently. Mm. But at the end of the day, we're we're good people. Yeah, yeah, good people. Look at how we've we've mm. we've turned out. Like mm. they must have been doing something right. Mm. But it doesn't change the fact that you know. Maybe it would have been nice to get a hug every mm. once in a while. Mm. Maybe it would have been nice to, you know, hear, mm. I'm proud of you more mm. often. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. that maybe would have offset some of the shit that I'm going through. Mm. Like maybe I would have had more confidence if my mom told me a lot, like, I love you, mm. like, you're, you're beautiful, you're this. Mm. I, I don't, I've never heard yeah. any of that. Mm. I thought my mom. mom as well. Yeah. And because my mom's light skin, I remember I used to always say, to, like, I said to her once when I was. She was doing my hair. I was like, do you think, what did I say? Something like, do you think I'd be beautiful, more beautiful, quote unquote, if I was light skinned, something like that. Mm. Because I know colorism's still rife with her. Yeah. And I think she just flipped. I was like, no, why would you say that? Oh, and I was just like, hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I've always thought like, oh man, like if I was light skinned, maybe she would, be like not more proud of me but like more Vicky please don't say it it's actually gonna bring a tear to my eye do you know what I mean because colorism like it's just yeah it's just think, hmm. mm-hmm. but when I do go she's like oh you look nice Aww. or like nowadays anyways yeah or she's like oh that gown is nice I don't know why she's calling dresses gown but I, I don't love know it. why I'm really crying I'm even really, I do it now I'm, I'm like crying. damn that's so <laughs> sad oh, I know but yeah um, but it's like people I, I feel like People that have been lucky enough to not be affected mm. or have experienced colorism, they really don't. Mm. They don't know how deep mm. it goes. For real. They really don't. Mm. <sighs> Look at me. Okay, so I've had a lot of I white... need to schedule in my cry. Oh, just, no. I need to suck it up. Oh, just are you okay? I'll cry on Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. <laughs> so I've had a lot of white women say to me, I say a lot Like I know a lot of white women I only have one white friend Shout, shout out to Rosalind Warren She's a real G mm. um, And of course my boyfriend is white But he's not my friend <laughs> Well he's my friend Yeah he's your friend <laughs> He's the best friend But um, yeah I've had like Like white women I've met In like social I mean work settings And they've been yeah. like Oh you need to watch this show Called Fleabag It's really relatable I was like okay mm. Yeah I'll check it out I was like hmm, What's relatable for you May not be relatable for me Yeah So I watched the show now That shit is not relatable Is it? <laughs> But do you remember we had this conversation the other day and you were like, when I was younger, I had a lot of white friends, but it's like now as I'm older, like I don't have so many. But when I say, when I say, do you know what? Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day and I met mm. my, well, I didn't meet, but like I was on the train with a, with an old schoolmate mm. and I said to him, oh, you friends with so-and-so? And he goes, no, I was just mates with him because we were in the same class. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's literally what yeah. my friendship is from. And, and I feel like, and I think I said this to you at the time, I feel like it's because like, as we get older, we mm. realise the harshness of the world. Mm. And it's like, once that bubble bursts, mm. it's like, you realise that you lot have are completely, mm. like your experiences of life are completely mm. different. And it's like, it's harder to relate mm. to them mm. as you get older, oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. your experiences are completely mm. different. Mm. And a lot of the time they're not fighting mm. to, 
well, they're not an ally, mm. I guess. Yeah, is what I would what say. Yeah, I, so it's I very hard much, to maintain those friendships. Have one white friend. Mm. Like, but the thing is, it's not like I'm a, like I don't like white people. It's not that. But I just found that with a lot of white people, I've met, it's like you want to prove yourself that you're down with the blacks. So yeah. it's like, oh, like mm. go Black History Month or like yeah. or like like I don't know how to even describe, but it's just like. Every conversation I have with you, you're, you're, you're reminding me that I'm black. Yeah. And it's like, yo, chill. We, you know, we can just talk about um, Dynasty or Netflix. Yeah. And it, it can be a very chill conversation. Yeah. You know, we don't have to talk about every single black, black thing, yeah, black yeah. issue. You know, you don't have to bring up black trauma right yeah, now. Yeah, I got you mean. Like, you know, you can see me as a human. Mm. You yeah. know, you no, don't I have to you. see me as like traumatic. Like, I feel like some people are just so like, or they'll just be like, what is the word? I, I keep hearing um, performative, I think it is. Mm. No, I think it's performative. Yeah, like trying to prove yourself. Yeah, it's like, yeah, definitely. I get it, chill. Yeah, but I, and for me, that kind of feel like it feels like it's not a friendship. It feels like it's hard work, even. No, I get and it you. feels a bit exhausting because it just feels like. What What do you even want from me, really? Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I hear you completely. Mm. I I I barely get out of the house, so. Mm. I don't think I've, I can't think of one white friend that I have, if I'm being honest. Mm. But I also don't have many friends. Mm. So, that I, but that's, it's to do with trust. Mm. Like, mm. I feel like my trust has been broken so many times mm. that I'm very, very, very selective about yeah. who I mm. keep around mm. me. Definitely. And it's almost gotten to a point where I'm like, Jasmine, something needs to change because when people are nice to me, I feel like this is strange and I don't trust it. So Mm. it makes me distance myself Mm. even more. Mm. So it's like, there's one person that's like coming to my my life recently. Mm. And it's like, because she was so like nice, it's like, it's like I would start like ignoring her messages and stuff. Mm. And it's, I'm like, what am I doing? It's like self-sabotage. Do you mm. get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me actually put in an effort mm. to mm. Be reciprocate. Yeah, 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 because there, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like I'm so scared. They're going to let you down. Yeah, that they're going to let me down or I'm going to be abandoned mm. again. Like there's just so much in my head that I'm just worried that people just come in and out of my life. But very few people stay, stay yeah. and that is so oh God, scary so, to yeah. me i have it yeah yeah because i was thinking like the other day i was like am i a bad friend mm. um, do i not put enough effort with people and i feel like with some people my our friendship is just me like me being their cheerleader yeah and i'm not receiving that back mm. and i feel like i that is with me with a lot of friendships yeah and I feel like that shit gets tiring. Like, of course it does. Um, but then I also feel like I get what you mean about um, not like trusting people. Mm. So I have this thing where I have like real shit. Like I have like layers of my like an onion sort of thing. Yeah. While wow, I'm quoting Shrek, but like <laughs> I have like an onion of my like baggage, quote unquote, or problems. Yeah. And like the first layer, I can pretty much tell anyone. Second layer, you know, yeah, you know, maybe people I kind of trust a bit more. Third layer, and then the, the inner bits is literally like my boyfriend, mm. and like, like my very very close, or just my boyfriend. Yeah, and I feel like with the first layer, if I tell you and you've told someone else, I'll be like, well, jokes really is on you <laughs> because that wasn't even the tea. <laughs> but like, 
I, I, you know, I, I don't feel, I hate, I've said it, I think I've said it before, but I hate it mm. when I talk to someone and I say to them, oh, like, for example, I'm going through it. And this is, yeah. me going through it is the first layer. Yeah. Like, you know, I have a whole podcast on mental health. That's yeah. the first layer. Cool. Yeah. And you're telling your friend, oh, Victoria's going through it. And your friend is saying to me, oh, I hope you're doing well. So-and-so told me you're going through it. Yeah. Why have you told your friend I'm going through it? But jokes on you because it's the first layer. <laughs> that means I cannot trust you with the inside of that on Yeah, no. Nah. Imagine if you had really gone. Yeah. Nah. yeah. Nah, Next I, thing you I know, that so and so told me that you had brother. I hear that completely. Absolutely fucking loot, you know? Yeah. No, nah, it's too much. Some people can, can't be like, oh my God, I had this conversation with my friend. We were saying how some people are lovely people, mm. lovely, fantastic, joyful, fun, brands, but can't be trusted. No, it's true. A hundred percent. Can't be trusted. A hundred percent. And you look at them and you're thinking, I can't believe like, you cannot be yeah, trusted. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I have those friends. Mm. It's like, I look at you, I'm like, I love you so much, mm. but I can't tell you shit, mm. bruv. Or, can't do you know what the worst shit. one is? Oh my God. God, <laughs> it's happened to me so many times. When people tell their mans about my my problems, but it happens. Do you know what? Yeah, it's easy to get sucked into. Do you know what? Yeah, it's easy. Do you know what? It's yeah. very it's, easy. I'm do you know not gonna what, yeah. lie. It's not. This is this is not even it. Cool, you tell your mum. Cool, you tell your mans. He might be your best friend. Cool. Yeah, but it's when <laughs> I see you two together and you bring up my shit oh, in front okay, of him. No, no. Do you know how That's unacceptable. With, no, not even just with one couple. It's happened to me with many couples. Really? That and, is wild. And I'm just like, why? And the man is there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like trying to put his two pence. Oh, and I'm no, just like, oh, no, this no, is just... No. Like, I'm not friends with you. No. I'm not friends with That's you. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. I hate that shit too. Oh, wow. It's too much. That's too much. That's way too much. Because I could tell your man's what, what, what you think of him for real. <laughs> I could spoil the tea too. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's that time, isn't it? Oh, what black? Yeah, hair. excellent. Yeah, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say shout out to my friend Tossin. Um, oh yes, I actually saw her the other day. Actually, is oh did you were at an event? Oh bless her. Yeah, on Saturday. Um, she is an amazing model and also an amazing human inside and out. Like she is one of those people, like. Who obviously, you know, she's a model. Yeah. But she never, she never makes people feel like your butters. Yeah, she's lovely. Like she's always saying to me, Vic, you're so beautiful. Aww. You know, your skin's amazing. But yeah. like since we've been friends since 16, we used to work in retail together. We were absolute garbage. <laughs> like Tossie used to come and send me because we used, because I used to uh, work near the shop yeah. near where we, where we worked. Tossie would call me and be like, oh, come, I beg you go to KFC and buy me chicken wings. And she'll eat it on the shop floor. Like, we were actually mm. trashed. Eat on the shop floor? We used to work in a house of Fraser. <gasps> I'm actually exposing too much and of you, her life. And you would get away with that? Nobody was shopping there. We were actually <laughs> That's trash. That's why it's getting closed down, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually garbage. But yeah, she's just an amazing human inside and out. Like, really, really good spirit. Like, mm. just a good human. Um, but yeah, she's recently done a campaign with, I can't say, Paten? Paten? Pantene. Pantene? Pantene as in the shampoo. Mm. I'm finished with you. Yes. 
But yeah, now she's on like uh, the massive billboards everywhere. And it's really, really good to see. Mm. And like, it's just like, I just feel like with her, it's just the beginning. I feel like she's going to go internationally Definitely. and all sorts. And she's just, I feel like with, with people like her, I just love seeing her win. Mm. Like she's just been doing it consistently. ASOS next. Yeah. She's doing like e-commerce modeling. And I just feel like she's just going to go all the way. And everybody's going to know her name. And I really can't wait. That's amazing. I love her too. She has a good vibe. Good yeah, and energy. if you want to follow her on Instagram, she is on, so I'll spell it for you, T-O-S-S-E-L-L-A-T-E. And you could also follow her bikini line, which is Fix and Bones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my Black Excellence of the Week is, okay, this billionaire mm. technology investor Robert F. Smith cleared what is it 40 million dollars worth of student debt hmm. um, and this was Morehouse College so this is in America oh those prestigious yes but I'm just thinking we could do some of that over here okay I have thoughts we could do some of that over here I don't here. think we do Really? Do you know what? Yeah, I, I think this this to me for Americans is different. This is what billionaires should be doing. I think mm, why 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 why, why shouldn't they? But probably redistribute probably, the wealth instead of communism. This is how you can help us out. Yeah, fair dues. But the thing is, I feel like a lot of, a lot of rich people do shit, but just yeah. don't shout about it. I'm not saying he shouldn't yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah. It's good that he shouts about shit because sometimes you need people to shout about what they're mm. doing, so it, it, it encourages yeah. other people to do it. Um. But with the UK, mm. okay, student loan. Let's say you're making 30, 30k. I think they take out at what 150 pounds yeah. every month. That 150 pound can get me a brand new wig off off AliExpress. Do you need a new wig could, every month? I could do with a new wig every month with the the hair quality from AliExpress. <laughs> Um, that could that could as you would say that could buy four sessions of therapy for a month <laughs> you really could you know okay fair. honestly like honestly that. every every little helps but yeah it's true every like i understand that it, the american like student loan system is different to ours like ours is a bit more forgiving mm-hmm. I, I completely understand that but at the same time this like there's low-income families and mm. there's and there's it, it's just that little boost is mm. no, right. it's something to not worry about mm. do you get what i mean but it comes it, but it's the thing is the way i see it maybe i'm talking out of a place of privilege <laughs> i say privilege when i don't even have my account. <laughs> um but we don't see it come out yeah it comes out like if you don't check i your, see it do you actually see it i burn or oh, you're no, checking your paycheck every, every month i don't check my i well as soon as as soon as my patients yeah. went, uh, I think online, I think I that, yeah, there does get to a point where it's like you might check the first three, like you know when you start a new job, mm. you might check the first three, then you know roughly how much you mm. you should expect every month in it, and once that matches, mm. um, like what you get in your bank, mm. then you're like cool. I mean, not, don't get me it. wrong. Remember when I first got my my first official job? But and I call you, mm. and it's when they it's when they I send know, a statement. Right. Who was it? Was it you? Yeah. But I remember when someone got their statement from student me. loans. They were like, "Is this right?" Yeah, it was it, me. Yeah, is this yeah. correct? No, because I remember, I think I called you yeah. when I got my job and I was like, Jasmine, I think I was crying. <laughs> I was like, Jasmine, I can't believe how much student loan they're taking out of my account. <laughs> because I literally envisioned it, myself. It hits hard. Bare money. It hits hard. Um, 
Speaking of student loan, they emailed, no, they sent me three letters to my house. Mm. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to call them up. Yeah. Because like, this is what I do. When companies keep emailing me, I just call them up. And I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah. How can I make this right? Mm. Call them up. And they were like, we don't know your employment. I was like, okay, I'm freelancing. Yeah. But I'm not making money. Yeah. I was like, I'm not making enough money for you to take mm. money from me. Yeah. Like legally, I'm not, you're not. And then they said to me, um, okay, cool, but you need to go online, fill out a form. I was like, can, you, can I just tell you right now that I'm just... Yeah. I don't know. I was like... Oh. It's all a long process. That's the one thing that puts me off self-employment because this whole tax thing... I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I would, That's what I'm trying to get. I have no clue. it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. I have you, no clue what to do. In, in the straight... But how does it work? Like, do you have to save money so that you can yeah. pay back your taxes? Thank God I've, I've, I'd be finished. finished. But like, I'd be finished. You need to, I think it's, once you make over, you have a 10K year tax-free. Yeah. And then if you make over that, then you have to start paying tax, I think. I wouldn't understand it. So, I'm absolutely fine because I'm not making, I'm not making <laughs> a lot of money right now. <laughs> so I'm absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I need to get a job ASAP. But doesn't it? Okay, no, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But um, what was I gonna say? Um, being self-employed, quote unquote, self-employed freelance has taught me I need a job more than ever. Oh, this is what I was gonna talk about, but I don't know if you got time. I was gonna talk about um, um, what do you call it? Job hunting. Mm-hmm. And just a few things If you guys ever think like Oh man I can't get this job And yeah. like I don't know Do we have time to talk about it now? What? Uh, yeah we've gone over It's like 1 hour 16 Oh We can save it for next week Will you remember it? Yeah I mean We can go Can't we? For another 10 minutes okay. Until we get chopped out Okay um, Yeah let me just get out of my brain now Well like, I was just going to talk quickly about like Job hunting Yeah and like sometimes people get disheartened, which I fucking am. Mm. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so close to getting this job. Why not me? I just want to talk about a few a few points that will make you think, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's the system. One, sometimes people have to put jobs out for an, an internal reason. Yeah. So let's say, I've seen this happen before where someone's going to another country to sort out their visas. Mm. But... They need to they need to legally put out their job ad because they're out of the country. Yeah. I don't know why they have to do that, but they have to legally put it out. So everyone's applying for this job. And But they have no chance. They have no chance. Because the job is going back to this person yeah. when they get their visa sorted. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know the, the internal shit. Mm. That is a big thing. And I noticed some of the language. So it might be like fluent in in Arabic. Yeah. Because that, that is person very is specific. That person knows Arabic. Yeah. They're fluent, bruv. So yeah, it's very specific to that person. Um, so you're, so sometimes you're wasting time, mm. and sometimes that's why it's kind of good to know people in the industry or in that specific particular job. Yeah, who can tell you the tea. I know that's not always the case, but yeah. sometimes it's good to bring up the hiring manager mm. um, because they could just say to you, "We fill the role," aka the person's coming back to get yeah. the job. Um, two depends what industry you're in, especially journalism. They're going to give it to their friends. Yeah, or someone they know, or someone they worked with before, mm. or someone offer recommendation, and sometimes they don't even need an interview. Mm. So always keep that in mind. No matter how good you are, it might go to their friend. Oof, this is depressing. Free. 
if you're a minority, black, woman, LGBT, mm. I mean, I'm not saying that they're always discriminating against us, but sometimes people. Like we have to remember we yeah, live in a world. This is this is the reality. We live in a world where people are discriminating. It's illegal, it's but in their brain mm-hmm. they're saying, I, I, I want you. a white person. Yeah. I want a white man to work. Yeah. But uh, I would say to myself, when I send off applications, I say to myself, I pray there's not a racist behind this. Mm-hmm. And I also say I saw this tweet that said, When you're praying that a job place needs diversity. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but let me tell you something, guys. Working in a place, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know, where there's no black people, you're the only one. It's soul destroying. Mm. It's yeah. soul destroying. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Yeah, it it's, comes at a price, isn't it? It, it comes, comes at, at a price. price. It comes at a price, especially when there's a lot of people, a lot of white people who go to these institutions like Oxford, Cambridge, and you'd think that they'll be, you know, wiser. They're mm. the ones who are saying to you, asking you stupid, stupid questions about your blackness. Mm. Um, and number four, go on because some people are not doing this. Go onto Google and write down cover letter template. Look yeah. at the template. See how they've done it there. They've got the address there. They've got the address of the yeah. company. They've got the hiring editor. Are you doing that? Because mm. some people send me their cover letters. To say, I'm like, sis, you're not even putting all these things. <laughs> and you're asking why you're not getting the job. Yeah. Mm? <laughs> are you Are you doing that for real? <laughs> you're not doing it. Mm. So someone who's taken time out to do those things will probably get it. Um, so always find out who the um, the hiring manager is. Yeah. Even if you have to email HR, I know it's an extra step, but it's always worth doing. And another thing is to remember, you know, on LinkedIn, yeah, when yeah. jobs go out, it's got key terms on the side, on the right hand side, it's got the key terms. Put those key terms into your LinkedIn mm. skills. Yeah. So then when they scan it through, because you know, firstly yeah. these things it go picks through, up yeah. keywords. Yeah. Because it should have you ticked for every single thing. If you go back onto the, the the job thing on LinkedIn and you refresh it and you see it's all ticked. So that'll put you higher up applying for the job. Because I did that last time when I applied for the job and I was like, I was so close to getting the job. I say so close. Mm-hmm. They, they probably had someone hired already. <laughs> As I'm saying, they probably had someone hired yeah. already. But um, that really, really helps. And make sure, I saw this really good tweet. It was like, get two documents out when you're applying for a job. Get the cover letter out. Mm. You're gonna write and then get like um paste in the job spec and highlight the keywords and implement these keywords into your cover letter yeah. and into Definitely. your CV. Definitely. So when they scan it, you, they can pick it up. So yeah. they're like, oh, fluent in social media. Oh, that's yeah. on your CV. You're mm-hmm. good. Um and other things to remember. Again, internally, you might they might just give the job to someone who's junior. Has applied for it in that company, yeah. so it might go that way. But yeah, and also just keep just keep applying because if you don't apply, then you're not going to get anything. Yeah, it's true. That's the only way to certify a no. Is if you don't apply it because it's been it's been hard out here, guys. It's hard. Mm. It's so host. The environment is so hostile, mm. and to be honest, a lot of jobs are kind of changing. It's like they want lots of skills in Definitely. one particular yeah. job, mm. and yeah, it's just becoming more and more competitive. Mm. Mm. So I hate job interviews. Like the last one I went to, I was literally sweating my... Because literally, I, I had every single thing about the company. I was regurgitating things. He, the guy was even like, oh, you've done your research. Wow. I was like, hire me. <laughs> I was doing I was doing everything. But then when I got there, he was saying something completely different. He was like, we're not going in this direction. I hate when that happens. I was like, what? <laughs> it doesn't say that on the seat. It doesn't say that on the job spec. Yeah. Like there's one job that I applied for and... um. It wasn't competency. Mm. It was a strength-based one. Mm. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> no, because competency, 
I can do it with mm. my eyes closed. Nothing. Mm. But strength based. What's confidence? It's like when basically a time when you've been a good te- team player. Okay. Good. It's like that kind mm-hmm. of star technique. But strength based is like they'll ask you, how do you feel when you meet new people? Why the fuck are you asking me that listen, for? Listen, I wanted to ask them, but obviously I was going to ask them. They said, oh, um, like what's the hardest thing you've ever done? Like that's the why question. You, why the fuck that is you, the question. Because if, I, ask, if listen, I tell you now. Listen, listen, I was telling them shit that my mum doesn't even know. I'm like, listen, you lot have rattled me. I got a job, amen. But <laughs> but it was the weirdest interview I've ever had in my what's life. What's these people? Weirdest interview. What's the weirdest question they've asked you at the interview? And you've been like, what the hell was wrong with you? Um, that that it was definitely that mm. interview, definitely that interview. But I wish I could remember because it was so long ago. It's like it was over a year ago that I had that interview. I now. hate when they ask you, "What can you? What can you? No, what do you think that we should improve on?" Oh, just like, I don't even know. Because the last, you last, the last job interview I went to, the guy said to me, "I think our thing, I think what we're doing is shit." Mm. Well, yeah, that's exactly wow. what he said. He's like, "How can we improve?" What do you say to that? And I said, "I know he. This is what he said to me. What do you think about what we're doing?" I was like, "It's great. Like, mm. I think it's so good." Then he was like, "I think what we're doing." Oh, he trapped you. So you wanted me to say it's shit because yeah. <laughs> I actually did think it was. Shit. It was catch twenty two. Oh my god. Because you said it's great and now you said it's shit. So now you're like, oh, well, um, you could do it. He's, he trapped you. Uh, hmm. But yeah, lads. Yeah. Just keep 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 pushing on. Tell yeah, your, telling your cover letters. Just keep going. The things, as I'm saying this, I'm actually saying it to myself. Yeah, but that's how it goes sometimes. Mm. That's how it be. But I just wanted you guys to know that because I know a lot of people have been like, I speaking to you about job hunting and it's been, it's, it's tough out here. But mm. some of those tips could be helpful people yeah definitely it's going to be helpful yeah. to someone so thanks for listening to another yeah, thank episode. you guys have a blessed week enjoy and the hope, sunshine this yeah, week man, i hope it's popping next week for you lot yeah i hope so too and but. if you go to ends festival today i'm jealous bye <laughs>